Mesechas Peya, Perik Dalad Mishnah, Hey, 4 5. Shalosh Avayas Bayom. There are three times during the day when the Aniyim are allowed to come and collect their Peya, as well as their Leket and Shechah for that matter. Bishachar Uvchatzos Uvmincha. Shachar is the morning, Chatzos midday, and Mincha afternoon. Tanakama here holds that there's specifically three, meaning exactly three, no more, no less. And the idea is that we want to enable the Neem to come but at a, and facilitate them getting their access to their, their gifts. However, the Neem are not allowed to come into the field unannounced or, you know, unsupervised. Uh, the reason being because they may take what doesn't belong to them. They can't be sure what is paya, what isn't, etc. And also they're likely to perhaps damage things and so. And therefore they need supervision and they only can come while they're being supervised. And therefore the Balhabais, the owner of the field, needs to avail himself to make himself available so that these poor people can come and get what they need. According to Yushalmi, and that's how the Bartanur explains it, there are different categories of Aniyam. Um, some that are likely to come in the morning, and that's the Shachar. Those are specifically the Menikos, the nursing women. They can get out early in the morning because their babies, their, their nursing little children, are still asleep, and therefore the mothers can get out early and uh, collect the food they need for the day. Chatzos uh, the midday are for the tinokos. Tinokos in modern Hebrew means little children, but here um, and then throughout the Mishnayos, tinokos means children in general, um, and they could be perhaps even more than bar mitzvah, I suppose. Um, so tinokos sleep in, um, and therefore, much as today, they hardly get out of bed early in the morning. Um, in their defense, their circadian rhythms are longer than twenty-four-hour days, so they like to stay up late and get up early no matter what. That's what kids are. Um, and the Mishnah recognizes this, and therefore the Allah is that the the poor children that need to come, it's hard for them to get out of bed early in the morning, they come at midday, and again, the, the Balhabai seems to be available to them to come and get their pay, like at Shecha, etc. Uva Mincha, Mincha is the afternoon, this is for the older people, um, the elderly have to come, you know, on their walking sticks, they come very slowly, and it takes some time to get out there, and therefore they don't get out and around to the field to collect their, their gifts until the afternoon. So again, the Tanakama holds, Three specific times during the day, they need to make themselves available for the Aniyam um, to get their Peya, Leka, and Shecha, etc. Rabbi Gamliel Omer, Amru El Yifchasu. According to Rabbi Gamliel, the idea of three is um, a lower limit. That is to say, if the Balabais wants to make himself available to the Aniyam and they can come more than three times a day, that's his prerogative. He's allowed to. Um, and of course, it benefits the Aniyam. He just has to let them know ahead of time and the schedules, so they can come and get what they need when they need it. Um, and uh, if you want to be uh, extra extra helpful and make himself available three or four or five times a day, that's his prerogative. Rabbi Kiva, Omer, lo amru lo yosifo. Rabbi Kiva holds, on, on the other hand, that three was not set as a lower limit um, for the benefit of the poor people, but rather as an upper limit to be as benefit to the Balhabai is the owner of the field, so he shouldn't have to be out there um, excessively. And therefore, um, even if he wants to only make himself available uh, twice or once a day, that's his prerogative as well. The halach, however, follows the Tanakama, which is that it's specifically three, no more and less, that the Balhabai must make himself available to the Anim. Uh, that is at Shachar, early in the morning, Bechatzot, midday, and Mincha, late afternoon. The Mishnah continues on with a whole new topic. It says, Beis Namer, the, either the people of the place called Beis Namer or this family, the Namer family, 
they would collect their harvest by reaping the grain along a rope. Now, the way that looked, according to the Bartonura, is they would lay out a rope of however length, um, and each row, as they harvest that row, and when they got to the end of the rope, um, then they would stop harvesting that particular row of grain, meaning that the rest of the row was left over for the aneum. That way, as they went through their field, harvesting and reaping row after row, um, they'd only take so much of the row and leave the rest of each and every row as peah. The idea being that whenever an ani would come, he could always um, find some peah there because instead of leaving, so to speak, the last row or rows as peah, um, the people of Beis Namar would leave the edge of each and every row as peah, meaning that every time that the niyam came, they'd be able to find some peah for themselves. Um, so therefore, they would be malaktin ala chevel. They would collect just along the length of one tikkun rope, leaving the rest as peah. Benosnin peah mikol uman ve'uman. They left peah, therefore, at each and every row. The idea of this mission is to give praise to the people of Beis Namar. And uh, it's not a halacha per se. It's just saying that they did a great thing in making peah available to them uh, at all, at each and every row, so they could always have peah. Now, what's remarkable is that the Gemara in the Yushami says that they were actually remiss in as much as they didn't leave the one sixtieth that's required, um, but rather only one hundredth of their total field is peah. Uh, meaning they left the last, let's say, one percent of each and every row for the Aeneum. Now, what I find remarkable is because that's the case, yet the point of the Mishnah is how great the people of Beis Nimmer were, and that they they made you know, so much pay available on an ongoing basis, bit by bit, um, that tells you, and this is specifically to praise them, so it tells you how much more valuable it is, how it overshadows the fact that they gave less in total quantity by the fact that they gave um, at each and every row, um, which gives you two important points. The first important point is a general rule that when one gives any kind of tzaka, so to give a hundred, you know, dollars, one dollar at a time to a hundred people is much more meritorious than to give a hundred dollars all at once. Um, because for amongst other reasons, it changes you as a person to be a person that is a giver, um, etc. And secondly, it actually tells you how much better it is for the Aeneum, I believe, that they could have, you know, access whenever they needed the money throughout the harvest period as opposed to waiting for the end. And that is such a boon to the Aeneum that it overshadows the fact that the total amount that base number give didn't even be the usual 160th. And there's no mention, not only is there no mention of that in the Mishnah, but actually, and the Mishnah is specifically to praise them despite the fact.